Welcome to Life with Hula. Hi, my name is Hula, and I am a former radio personality turned podcaster here in San Diego. Been doing radio for 19 years, but now I am doing a daily podcast to inform everybody about pop culture stuff and things going around uh, the world and around the country, um, even around the city of San Diego. Now, on Sundays, if you generally catch my show, I highlight someone else. On Sundays, I want to have somebody else's life on display. So we are going to go to a really good friend of mine. His name is Eddie, and he is a custodian. So, yes, it's about the life of a custodian with Eddie. Hey, Eddie, how's it going? Great. How are you, Hula? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining me on the show. So first and foremost, let's get to know you personally, like your life, you know, your, your where you grew up. Um, what led you to become a custodian? Well, you know, I'm a native of San Diego, and I've been here over 55 years, born and raised here, went to school here, haven't moved, haven't left, decided to stay because I love the weather. <laughs> uh, you know what, like custodian-wise, it really wasn't on my mind. It was kind of funny. I was talking to a client, and he was telling me about being a custodian for the city schools, and he made he, he painted it like Huck Finn, where, the, where, the, where he made the, the, the paint, painting look fun. And so I decided, hey, yeah, why not? And about, you know, apply. Eight months later, I get a call. And I, and I swear my first day, I almost felt like quitting. Oh, my gosh. After your first day? Just, how he explained it wasn't what the actual job was. He, he made it, like I said, seem extremely easy. At this point in my life, I wasn't looking for anything so strenuous. But it, it actually worked out. It's actually not a bad job. It's it's fun. It has its good days, its bad days. So it's actually fun. And that's what this podcast is all about, is just highlighting, you know, jobs you normally wouldn't hear about. So with that being said, tell us like a typical day of a custodian. Well, at the school, there's two types of custodians. There's a morning guy, which is known as like, uh, he's like the supervisor, or building services supervisor, they call him. And then there's a night crew. And uh, so the morning guy, usually he, he has more interaction with the staff and, and the kids. But, you know, when you come into the district, you really can't just go and be a morning guy. You really have to work your way into that. So most of the time you're working nights. So usually come in in between anywhere between 1.30 in the afternoon to I think 3.30 is the latest, which is either between 1.30 to 10, uh, 3.30 to 12, or however you want to say it. And so a basic day is really just getting ready. It's kind of funny. Uh, we go to our gear lockers. Uh, we see what classrooms we can enter in uh, since the teachers on the six-period six break may, may not have a class, and we, we may be able to go in there and start getting things done. Uh, and it's funny because us as a custodian, it's completely different than a, a janitor. Everyone thinks we're janitors, but custodians, uh, our main function is uh, that we carry keys and we have access to all the buildings. And on top of that, our main our main focus is customer service, uh, security, and then cleaning. So cleaning is our, our last thing that we actually do. But for the most part, you know, when we, when we get to the school, we actually start to clean. And we get calls during the day. We, we have to open doors. We basically security now with, with all these school shootings. So one of the things, too, is that, I mean, our school was an open campus before all the security measures were put in place. Now we're a closed campus where where we didn't have fences, we do now. I mean, there's there's a lot of schools that didn't have fences that they're putting up. So it's kind of interesting. Like our main thing is that we're, we're actually pretty much first responders, as they call it. We're the ones that actually, if, if cops aren't there, we're the ones that actually have to go and try to defuse the, the issue, which is kind of interesting, um, especially sometimes the way we get treated. <laughs> <You know, laughs> well, so then let me clarify some things 
for for the people that are listening. So in essence, you had mentioned there's a big difference, which I honestly didn't know. You said there was a big difference between a janitor and a custodian. So a janitor basically is there to clean. A custodian is almost like security, maintenance, and janitorial all put together, correct? Yes, in a sense, yeah. Basically, the difference is we carry keys and janitors turn their keys in at night. Sounds kind of strange, but I take my keys home. I have master keys. Janitors usually don't have master keys. They'll just have specific keys. A few of us on campus have master keys, and that's principal, vice principal, and then, of course, the custodians. Basically, that's it. So, Do you have janitors people, at your school? No, we don't have janitors. Okay, so it's all have, custodians. Yeah, all custodians, yeah. So I tell my teachers, hey, if anything's going down, follow me because I got the keys to get in anywhere. Oh, wow. <laughs> you got you the master lock to everything. You know, what's really funny is when I was in elementary school, I remember I knew the custodian. I felt like everybody knew the custodian and the custodian was really cool. Like it wasn't, he wasn't just there to clean or do maintenance. He was actually somebody we said good morning to every day. But, you know, and it's kind of funny because when you think about it, you know, Elementary school kids are a lot different than middle school kids, and yeah. high school kids are a lot different than middle school kids, and so I, I've, I've been lucky enough to work all three. I prefer elementary, but I'm in the middle school now, and, and the middle school I'm at, they're, they're not bad kids, but I mean, you know, it really depends on the demographics and where, and where your school is located and, and how some of the parents react and act and, and how the kids act, so it's, it's interesting. It's very interesting. How many schools have you worked at? Me, I've been lucky. I've maybe worked at about 10 schools, but I think we have about 150-something. I'm not exactly sure, um, but I think I've worked about 10 schools. I've worked at facilities that had no children. I've worked at two of them that didn't have children, and then the other schools that had children. Um, and like I said, maybe one high school and the rest were either middle, middle or elementary schools. I, like I said, I enjoy the elementary school kids a little better due to the fact that uh, – they're, they're a little bit more open-minded. It sounds kind of strange, but they, they absorb a lot, and you can actually talk to them and make and, and give them sense. And when they're in middle school, you know, they're the ones that are kind of arguing with you and fighting with you, and you know, they'll, they'll actually drop papers in front of you, you wow. know, and you pick them up. Uh, to me, you know, I when they do that, I look at them. I'm like, I, I look at them straight in the face. So I'm like, well, is your mother coming today? And they'll look at me, why? Because uh, apparently you expected to pick that up. Wow! And they'll sit there and they'll go, "I'm sorry." They're like, "I'm sorry, Mister Red." <laughs> so then, is it? Can so, I can I ask the question? Is it different? Like you know, you said you know, obviously from elementary to to middle school to high school, it's all different. But as far as the locations of the schools, like you know, lower incomes area where the school's at versus like a higher income area is there a difference in the kids you know what yes uh, and it's and it's weird because uh i worked across the street from my house there was a school that I, that I helped my friend at and the kids there in just in my neighborhood i'm thinking oh my gosh these kids are awful i mean literally <laughs> awful i'm like talking back to you and you know calling you a bunch of names flipping you off i mean just a bunch i mean and then the school that I'm at, I mean, you would think it would be completely, you know, the same, but they're all respectful. I mean, what? Yes. Yeah. It's like, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It, it's, it's strange. I mean, in fact, what was, what was funny at, at one of the high schools I worked at or the only high school I worked at, I mean, one day we were doing something 
and what do they do? They, they drop a, a condom in my mop water. <gasps> I'm thinking to myself, what the heck? <laughs> Another strange thing that's happened while you, you know, when they call you. Oh, God, we've had a lockdown once. Oh, wow. Was, uh, an employee walking out of a room that no one didn't know, and no one, someone didn't know him, and he was walking to the to the other school, which was across the street from us, and uh, I had to go and find out who that was, and that, before they started calling the cops in the helicopters, we found out that it was an employee that was just, that no one knew that was walking across the way. Uh, you know, other things are just like getting toilet paper or Actually, the big one at our school is um, uh, helping students with their lockers because they'll they'll put in everything like in their bedroom. They say that they just take their whole bedroom and put it in this locker and then try to jam it closed, <laughs> and then they and then they wonder why they can't get it open. Right. And so, so basically, most of our calls during the day are usually unjamming lockers, re- replacing po- toilet paper, uh, administrative stuff, meetings, um, teachers' questions, asking why someone at night did do something or if they didn't do something why they didn't do it. it it's it's basically if anything happens at the school it's our fault you can only imagine like the the stuff that you find in people's lockers as far as like schools in general because of now the fact that you know here in san diego it's different in different parts of san diego but for the most part a lot of schools are doing social distancing are you the custodial staff even coming into the schools right now are you even there yeah we're there now because uh and it's kind of funny because it, it, it first started off with only having three weeks off. And our last day of school was March 13th. And they told us we were going to only have three days off, which would have led us into or three weeks off, which would have led us into spring break, which would have had us come back and do what was known as kind of like a deep clean. Because during the summer and during when kids are off, we're actually cleaning the school, doing deep cleaning. We're oh, so you're not off. Right now we were, were on. But what happened was we were off for almost four and a half months. Oh, okay. Which was kind of. And getting paid for it, which was nice. Oh, so, nice. Perfect. Yes. And, and so now we're back, but now they're talking about maybe either having us come back one one or two days a week because if they do the social distancing, there won't be kids on, on site. There will only be teachers and staff. So basically, we just have to maintain their safety uh, and not 800 kids and staff. So the, the thing about it is one of the main reasons why they're not bringing kids back for is because our school district doesn't have the ability to do everything we need to every night in order to make the school safe again in the morning. So it, that, that's one of the main reasons why I, I'm thinking, because the teachers are, are talking more about their safety and transmission. Uh, because now when we go into work, we, we have to do like what everyone else does mostly, and uh, you know answer a questionnaire, take a temperature, make sure there's you know none of us are sick. And then move on from there. Right. Do you find that you guys are, is there new cleaning uh, regulations that you have to go through? Like, are you cleaning even more now? Are you cleaning certain things that you didn't clean before? Uh, I want to say both, but it's not that we're cleaning more. It's not that we're cleaning less. We're just using different chemicals now. Oh. Um, A couple of them uh, to spray down. It's more of a disinfectant that'll kill the COVID-19 bug, but... Like I said, we don't know anything other than, you know, one day they tell us touch points and then they tell us it's airborne. Um, so we're actually trying to take care of both. Right. But at the same time, I mean, what we have to do now. So what would normally take us, let's say, seven hours to, to clean our beach, as they call it, would take us probably 12 to 14 now because of the fact that we'd have to go and disinfect the room with this sprayer. 
So that's why we're short-handed because we, we would probably need about double the amount of people that we have now at our school. Really? In order to, yeah, we, to get everything done that with the new regulations and everything going on? Yeah, with the new regulations right now, yes. Well, and I can only imagine when the kids come back to school, it will be even worse because now you'll not only have to deal with staff, you have to deal with 800 students and with the new regulations. It's, it's going to be so hard to even do elementary school and, and, and middle schoolers to kind of have them sit there all day and not mingle or talk or, I mean, because we can't even, the teachers can't even do that. I mean, they, they, they're worse than the kids sometimes where they're just going to co-mingle and stay you know, and, and be in each other's rooms when they're not supposed to and, and having them have their mask on and so on and so forth. So it, it's it's different. Let's throw the coronavirus talk out the window because we've talked enough about that. But on a normal, like custodian, you mentioned during the summer when the kids and the teachers would normally be off during the three months, custodians, are you generally still at work? Is that is that the same in the weekends too? Actually, no, we're still at work. We're not uh, we're not working usually weekends. Um, so what they call it deep cleaning and what we're doing in there is we're actually doing more than what we would normally do on a daily basis. So that would mean that we'd go into the classroom, completely clean the, the, the classroom from top to bottom, more or less high dusting, uh, wiping down walls, uh, wiping down desk, you know, taking care of all the dust around and then actually preparing the floors, doing the floors, moving, moving all the, uh, what we would do is move all, all the desk or, you know, all the furniture to one side right. and do three quarters, clean, uh, uh, basically clean the floors three quarters of the way. When that dries, we move all the furniture back to the other side and do the last strip as we call it. So technically we're, we're cleaning the rooms and then we go back to go do the floors. Uh, so if it's carpets or hard or, or, uh, hard surface floors we're going back to cleaning the floors and and then and then we start doing little detail stuff like we'll clean windows outside uh, start looking for more so when the teacher comes in it's more like a, a new class so okay so the only thing we're not doing now is we're not we're kind of deep cleaning but we're not doing everything we normally would do like we're not moving all the bookcases right we're not moving we're not moving all the furniture to one side because we don't know if we're gonna have time to do floors so really uh, you know, and then we buff out the, the restroom. So it's kind of funny for the whole nine months or 10 months of school, the school gets torn down and then we try to bring it back to what it was from, uh, you know, from day one again. So it's wait, kinda, when you say, see, this is something that I've always been fascinated with as a kid. So I remember because our cafeteria had, uh, I don't know if it was linoleum or whatever, like, like hard surface, like yeah. not carpet. Um, and they always had that weird waxing machine that's like circular and like the jan the custodial staff would always use. Do you guys have that? Does, is that a thing? Is that yeah, a full yeah, machine? We, we have, yeah, we have, yeah, we have those uh, buffers or strippers, they call them. Uh, we have those, um, they actually, what, what we do is we use a chemical with, uh, with the different pad on the bottom of it that will actually bring up the old wax. So there's different ways that we do the wax, like. If we want to completely remove the wax, we use a stripper and a, and, a, and like a black pad. But if we just want to remove a layer, then we'll use what's known as a neutralizer or a, a detergent and a green pad, and that'll take off like just the top layer of, a, of the wax, and then we can lay down wax. So it's weird when we take down to the bare bones. You know, we 
we lay down a couple coats of sealer, uh-huh. and then we go back and lay three coats of uh, finish uh, to make it shine. And it's funny because the other day someone was asking us, well, if you make it too shiny, you're going to slip on those. It doesn't matter. I mean, you go to a hospital and they got shiny floors, you're not slipping all over the place. So right. I'm like, oh, no, it's, it's, that's just in your head or, you know, it could be a myth or some, maybe some finishes that you can't slip, but no. You right. Slip it, if it's wet. <laughs> it looks like it's slick, but it's not. It's just shiny. It's just shiny. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then there's another question I had as far as like equipment, like in the playgrounds, because I mean, you're in middle school, so they don't really have a playground, but like in elementary school, I'm assuming the custodial staff, like if, if a swing breaks or, you know, the monkey bars, something happens, like you guys have to fix those too, or you hire somebody? No, what happens is uh, we have a maintenance department, so... Okay, so there's custodial and there's maintenance. Yeah, there's maintenance. So what we do is we, we put in a maintenance for all the different trades. So if we have a problem with plumbing, you know, a toilet clogged up, we can't we can't clear, we'll, we'll put a work order in. Uh, and we'll come and fix that. So, so with the playground equipment, it's uh, there's a playground maintenance crew that actually goes around and fixes and double checks the, the safety of the of the playground equipment. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, there's a there's I mean in the school district. I mean other until I got into it, I didn't realize how many trades, how many trades you can actually move into, other than being a, a certified employee because we're we're not certified so. Uh, we rank as, like I said, trades actually pay a lot more than we get. Uh, we're just, just like a certified custodian. We got landscapers, plumbers, roofers, guy, you name it, pavers, painters. Um, God, I'm trying to think of whether we got repairmen that re- repair our equipment. Uh, we got uh, got repairmen that re- repairs our our carts that we have. We have uh, guy we. Just everything. There's certain things that we take care of. We take care of minor stuff, but for everything else. And we even have people that come in and change our cartridges for our filters. Is there anything, like, that you would want people to know about being a custodian that they may not know and you just want to put out there? For, for me, it would be, especially at the school district, I, I did not realize how great the benefits were. They're, they're known as Cadillac benefits, where when you really look at it, we still get paid better than most, but the benefits really outweigh, you know, some of the disadvantages. And, and one of the benefits is, like I said, I pay nothing for my health insurance for my family, uh, where my wife was paying, I think, almost a thousand or eight hundred dollars a month prior to. And then on top of that, it's great. It's because your first year there, uh, you get eight hours of vacation every month plus eight hours of sick leave. Oh wow. Well, it's funny. So after your third year anniversary, you bump up to 11.07 hours of vacation and you still keep getting the eight hours. What's it called? Every year you get a, uh, uh, a floating holiday. If you don't call in sick for the whole year, you get two floating holidays. Uh, we also get, uh, God, I think like 18 or 20 holidays I've never had before. I've never had Christmas Eve off or New Year's Eve off or right. Veterans Day. So it, it just, I mean, the benefits just outweigh everything else. I mean, other than that, I mean, it's actually kind of fun. I mean, before, if you would have told me to become a janitor, I probably wouldn't have said no. But custodian, it, it, it has a different aspect to it, it a lot of more of human aspect to it. Because I'm, I'm dealing with a lot of people during the day that I normally wouldn't deal with as a janitor. Uh, and most of the time, when we go in at 1.30, I'm probably dealing with, you know, teachers and staff until about 6.30 at night. So... You know, a good portion of our, our night is dealing with 
staff, students, and you know, and and parents. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's fascinating. You definitely brought a different light in regards to custodial work and just the custodians that you see at the schools. It it, it definitely changed the mindset. I hope it changes the mindset of a lot of people listening because I was totally didn't know the difference between the two. I thought they were the same. That just maybe one was a supervisor and the other one was not. But no, I appreciate you letting us know. Right now, we're going to move on to what I call my lightning round. So I'm going to just give you, it's kind of like this or that. I'm going to give you two options. You tell me which one you personally prefer. You don't have to justify it. If you want to, you can, but you don't have to. So are you ready for the lightning round, Eddie? Let's go. All right. Would you rather have food from your home or food from the cafeteria? Home. (laughs) (laughs) Which is worse? Classroom waste or cafeteria waste? Caf- no, uh, classroom waste. Wow. Okay. Chalkboard versus whiteboard. Uh, they only have whiteboards now. Okay. They only. Have- <laughs> I didn't know. I thought some schools maybe had chalkboards still. Um, they, have, they have whiteboard. They have whiteboards and Promethean boards. Now they're actually going to some big old screen. I forgot what they call it now, but. Oh, where it's like from the computer and then it shoots up to like the wall. Well, yeah, that's a Promethean board. Now they they just changed it to where they, uh, it's like a big 60-inch TV, but it's like a touchscreen TV. So they, it, it projects to them. They could actually write on it. It's, it's almost like a chalkboard. So it's like a smart, it's a smart board is what I think is what maybe they call it. or It's like pretty much a smart board. Wow. So kids, I, I so kids they they, nowadays don't even know what a chalkboard is. The, the chalk is like what they play with on the sidewalk. It's literally not in the schools anymore. Well, the funny thing is that the thing that they still have in classrooms are pencil sharpeners. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wait. Do, well, the kids use pencils still, right? Yeah, most of the time. Most number of the time two pencil? Markers, huh? Number two pencil? Don't they use still a number no. two pencil? For their Scantron? <laughs> number two pencil. Scantron number machines? Two well, I know. Yeah, you're right. Because I know a lot more kids nowadays, they all have tablets and they all have Chromebooks and they have... Because I know my, my daughter's school here, I mean... They, yeah, they all have tablets when they hit third grade so, or second grade, so it's crazy. This is going to age me. No more peachies. Oh, no more peachy folders? Oh, that sucks. And no more, no ru- more rulers? Peach. The plastic rulers? Oh, my gosh. Times are changing. Times are changing. Which is worse, cleaning bathrooms or cleaning the cafeteria? You know, we, I don't clean the cafeteria. My uh, friend of mine does, but uh, I would say bathrooms. Bathrooms, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah I would think so. Um, who's more messier, the students or the teachers? Oh my gosh, teachers. Wow. All right. Um, you, you already answered this question, but I'll ask again. Elementary kids or middle schools? Who do you prefer? Elementary. All right. Buffer or vacuum? Vacuum. Mopping floors or scraping gum? mopping floors <laughs> <laughs> i always i always noticed that like i i always remembered our custodian had the scraper in the back pocket because there was always like some scraping gum under a desk i don't know if well i guess it's a big thing now uh, or like under like in the in the playground area they would be scraping gum everywhere it was like almost second nature they'd be walking scraping gum walking scraping gum and we'll leave it at that hey real quick uh i was gonna say that if anyone wants to become a custodian they're looking to hire 300 300 custodians for the San Diego School District. So hop on board. (laughs) 
And there you go. If you want to reach out to me uh, via social media, you can reach out by searching Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, uh, TikTok, if it's still around. Um, Hula SD. And yeah, you can reach out to me about getting a job as a custodian. But Eddie, thank you so much for joining the show. I really appreciate it. And for those of you that have been listening, thank you so much. If you could hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to the show on, that would be fantastic. Um, Other than that, I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Life with Hula.